0: Welcome to the Aquarium Central podcast, where it's aquarium time all the time. Your hosts are Andrew from GuppyCentral.ie, where you'll find the best quality guppies and betas in Ireland, as well as your aquascaping needs. And Dylan, owner of at Daily Aquariums on Instagram, which is one of the largest inspirational aquarium content sharing accounts. If you're looking for ideas or you want to look at stunning aquariums, it's the place to be. All right, welcome back to ACP. How's it going? How are you doing, Dylan? You alright?
1: I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, There's a new intro and everything this time.
0: Yeah, well we're going to have the new intro in, yeah, which is probably played on already. We are getting editing done as well, so hopefully we sound a lot better. We've got new mics in, and yeah, I'm hoping that this improves the quality of the audio. Because the first two episodes were a bit tough to listen to. <laughs> even for me. And I'm one of the hosts. So, well, we're going to start off with the topic, which is sort of how and why we got into fishkeeping and our journey,
1: basically. And getting to know us a bit better and the fishkeeping side. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, You know, hopefully that sort of inspires you to continue in the hobby and sort of learn what we've gone through so before we start i'm going to do a a new segment on the podcast before we start into the main topic is to highlight underrated content creator that we feel deserves a spotlight and that their follow their followers are under 10,000 And we feel that they deserve a bit of love. So we are going to recommend Nida underscore scapes. And this is on Instagram. So if you type in Nida underscore scapes, this guy has some excellent photography and videography on his page. And he posts pretty regularly. So if you could go over and give him some love, that would be awesome. All right, Dylan, let's get started on how we got started.
1: So, my first question for you was, when did you get into fish keeping and why?
0: Okay, well, like, on my own <coughs> personal level, like, we, when I was a kid, we had a fish tank and whatnot, and so I suppose that was the start, but when I started getting interested in it, probably around 2014, 2015, and I just decided I wanted to do salt water.
1: Great place and to start I was off. just going
0: to skip, yeah, so I've gone in the deep end, like... Um, yeah, I found it really difficult to understand what to do, and I wasn't getting much help from the store. Uh,
1: so you just you just decided one day that you wanted a, a saltwater fish tank, and you just jumped right into it.
0: Yeah, kind of, pretty much like that. Like I, I had a I had a coworker that was doing freshwater. I was like, oh, that's cool, but I I really like the fish in the saltwater. Yeah. <clears throat> and like i'll give that a go and yeah so i spent a lot of money probably like over
1: a thousand quid jesus what size tank was it
0: it was a small enough tank like it wasn't big it's was just it just like if i wanted another fish it was like 50 euro for one fish
1: at least and,
0: yeah so like it was expensive and you had to go up and get water every week so it was a bit it was a challenge anyway mm-hmm. Did you buy the so, water
1: from the from the huh? fish shop? Or did you buy yeah, the water
0: so from the fish shop? i go to seahorse and, and pick it up. Oh, okay. So it was like an, a weekly thing. If you wanted to do a weekly water change, you had have to go every week up to the shop, get the water, bring it back.
1: Did you ever hear of yeah. Fermana Aquatics? The who? Fermana Aquatics. He's his own fish shop. No, no. I've been to it a few times, and he has a... Like a, a, a the shop's basically an extension a onto his house. It's kind of the same way you're doing it, right? Yeah, but you can go and visit and everything. You can like it's like a physical shop, and he's a wild lot of saltwater tanks and like big, huge filtration. Like they're all running on the same system. Yeah, but once a week, you know, them big 900 gallon or 900 liter drums, a thousand gallon yeah.
0: ones. Yeah. yeah,
1: he has one of them, and he goes to Ross Narlet every week, and fills up one of them with seawater, and that's what yeah. he uses to run all his saltwater tanks.
0: Yeah, that's mental.
1: A lot cheaper than insult salt and everything though so it wouldn't a lot than mixing it he just takes yeah, water straight yeah, from the definitely. sea and uses that in his tanks
0: yeah smart yeah so anyway I gave that up because I was failing so much and I was, it, it was too much I took a yeah it was just too much of a challenge so I quit and maybe like another two years down the line I got chronically ill and so I was stuck in the house and I was like, I needed I needed something that was going to challenge me. And so I decided I'd attempt keeping fish again. But this time I go into freshwater.
1: So before this, you had, once you stopped the saltwater, you just stopped completely? You had no tank at all? Yeah, I just
0: gave up. I gave up. I couldn't do it. It was just so frustrating. I was just like,
1: oh, I can't.
0: So, yeah, I just gave up. I sold everything, gave up. And then two years later, I got really sick and I spent like five months in bed and all that
1: kind of and then it took like,
0: yeah, it's a vestibular migraine. It's constant, so it's every day. So I still have it like.
1: Migraines every day? Yeah. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's not ideal, but I needed something that was going to be sort of indoors that will keep my mind occupied. That I could learn. That I could develop. And I was like, oh, I'll try the fish keeping again, but this time I'll go freshwater because salt water was so difficult and a pain. I was just like, I'll just go freshwater. It'll be easier. I won't have to travel to go get salt water and all that. Crap. So I went into the freshwater. And
1: what fish did you get?
0: I think the first tank was a sixty liter and it was just a community tank and I bought white gravel and three plants and a few neons and a better and yeah the plants died because I didn't know what I was doing there was algae everywhere all over the gravel so the gravel looked crap because it was white and obviously algae is green and it's just ugh, it was a nightmare and I was like, right, okay. And then I, I was sort of, I don't know really, I don't like, then I decided I wanted another fish tank <laughs> because uh, I don't know. I just decided I wanted another one and I was going to do it up nicer than the, the last one. So I went black gravel and I got some, some Java fern and some moss. And I got another better point Dumbo female. And yeah, I was growing her up because she was quite young still. And I was gonna breed my male better and my female better. And then I decided I wanted to expand and try and breed better. So I bought a rack and from Amazon. And it was an ugly blue. I still have it. I don't know why I picked it. It was was a hideous color. (laughs) And I built that, or well, as in built it, I just stuck it together and decided to buy a load of 20 liter tanks. So I could hold the bettas in different tanks. And yeah, then I started to try and get like specific bettas to breed together. And I would buy them from the UK And ship them down to Northern Ireland. And then from Northern Ireland, my dad would go and collect them. Because he's got a company up there. So he would drive up to the company, pick up the fish and bring them back down. And then I would try and condition them for breeding. And it just wasn't working. And (laughs) I was getting frustrated because I was spending loads of money on, on fish. And they weren't breeding for me, and I wanted to have variety because I think it's better for when you're wanting to sell. But I, it just wasn't. I just wasn't. It just wasn't working. So I decided to scrap the better idea and go into guppies because you could still have that variety of guppy with different colors, different patterns, dumbo's, all that kind of stuff, big tails, half moons, all that kind of thing, without the hassle of trying to breed them. Because, obviously, you just stick two guppies, a male and a female, in the same tank, and you're away. They do it themselves. So, I started buying loads of guppies and different varieties and growing when the When abouts is this that you
1: started getting into guppies?
0: Maybe, like, two years ago. Maybe two and a half years. Two, no, so, not years ago, ago. so, not that long ago, then? So, not that long that I was in the guppy scene. And, yeah, so I was doing loads of breeding and that. And then I was getting them ready for sale. And I was like, right, where am I going to sell these? So I went on to adverts. I was like, right, we'll try and sell them here. And I went on to Done Deal and tried to sell them there. And, you know, the prices were big. You know, they were like two-year-old guppy or whatever. And they were like top-quality guppies. Yeah. And then I got a message from a guy called Rares. He was actually Michael on Dundee. But his actual, actual name is Rare's. Or A R E S. And he was chatting to me and was like, oh, I should join the Facebook group on Aquarium Aquariums Ireland and try and sell them on there. And yeah, I got more success there and I charged a higher price. <laughs> and people were buying and they were flying out the door.
1: And I, I noticed like, somebody saying on one of them Facebook groups the last that actually that the prices I got is have gone down. Do you know anything about
0: that? Uh, no, I wouldn't say so. No, I read that. I did read it. I think it was Sarah that said it. And I don't I don't believe so. I think people just chancing their arm, you know?
1: Yeah, I said because one of the comments was that he'd buy or 40 and for around 30 euro. I was thinking, Jesus. Uh,
0: well, like it depends on what you bring in. Like if, if the guppies are just random assorted guppies, then, mm. you know, one euro or 50 cent from a breeder is. You know, it's an acceptable price.
1: Yeah, I suppose. But if
0: you're breeding, if you're breeding a top strain, you know, then you can ask for more than that. I would ask for five, between five and ten for a for a pair, something like that. Maybe ten for a pair, or seven fifty for a pair, something like that. And then, if you know how to ship and stuff like that, then that is also helpful. Um, yeah, so. Uh, where was I? I can't even remember.
1: You're, you're selling the guppies on Facebook.
0: Oh, yeah. So I was selling the guppies on Facebook, getting a decent price for them because they were good quality. And, they're, you know, I brought them in from the UK, so it cost me money to get them in. And then I was like, right, I want to kind of move this up. I think people trust a business, like a proper business. It's more fluid, I think, in yeah. terms of transaction. So I was like, let's set up a website and, you know, set up my photos. Cause I do, re- I do have good photos. So I thought that'll, that'll attract people to the website and I'll sell them up on there. So I did that and it was really slow to start. So anyone that's thinking about setting up a website and, and setting up shop, it's going to take a long time for business to come in because people don't know you and they probably don't trust you either. So you've got to start small with a couple of customers and then they might spread word of mouth and you, you gradually build that customer base. So I did the guppies and then I was like, right now I need to get betters up as well. Cause I like they're They're a super popular fish. So I was like, it would be great if I could provide customers with a high quality Better and a high quality guppy, and the reason I wanted to set up a set up guppies is because I found that like trying to find them in Ireland was impossible. Like there was just no one that was selling top top of the range guppies in yeah, Ireland. Yeah, that's true. So because I had to keep getting them from the UK, so I was like, right, well that that, that was one of the main reasons why I was like, right. I mean, set up a fa- we need to set up a website, Facebook, Instagram. And start advertising a high quality guppy for a reasonable price.
1: This is only last year, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I started in January last year, January February last year. So we've been going a year, and customers have gone up. I think I've got about one hundred and seventy five my database. So,
1: which is quite a lot.
0: Which is a lot for acquiring customers in one in your first year. I suppose mm-hmm. 175 is pretty good, especially for a niche industry like ours and so I set up the, the website, got the betters up there but I wasn't really happy with the pricing. I was kind of losing money on the betters at the original when I originally set it up because I was getting them in from the UK and they just want loads of money and there's like no room for profit but I wanted to show that I could bring in high quality bettas for the Irish customer. And so I was doing that for a while and then and I wanted to bring in, and then people kept asking me about community fish and did I sell a mana shrimp and did I do, you know, auto or do I have any Tetras or anything like that? And so I was like, okay, well maybe I need to start researching and trying to find a wholesaler And it was really difficult to find one because the main wholesaler was for Ireland, is in Northern Ireland, but they only deal with shops. So they only deal with brick and mortar shops. So they wouldn't deal with me and and allow me to buy from them. And so I was like, right, okay, well, if you're not going to help, I'll have to try and find another way. So I went Googling for wholesalers. I found one in Europe. And I was like, great. And then I was able to add the community fish section, and bring in shrimps. And then I went, and I was like, okay, now I need aquariums and I need lights and heat and all that kind of stuff. So I went searching for that. And then I went searching for aquascape stuff. And yeah so it's just sort of built from there basically once i got Thank the t- better guppies and community fish then it was like right i need to ramp up and, and get aquariums in and heat in and pumps and all that kind of thing
1: the next question i had for you was what made you start guppy central so you'd say you only started because for a better way to well, I at home. sell the fish you already I had
0: stu- yeah i was stuck at home and i was with illness, and i was just sort of like well i want Breed these and make a a profit, and so I I did that by going on Done Deal. And then I went onto the Facebook groups, and then I was like, I want to expand the range of guppies that I'm breeding, and I want to set up a website because I think people take it more seriously. They take you more seriously when you have a website that they can go on and browse and use their credit card or use their PayPal account. And it's just a more fluid transaction. When, you know, where they don't have where to, did you learn to, to message me and be like, what?
1: Where did you learn to like, bag the fish and like that to make sure they get to the customer more safely?
0: I bought loads of stuff in the UK, so I saw how they were doing it. And so then I was like, right, well, I'll do it similar. And I started off with like cardboard box, packing peanuts and like a takeaway box. So, you know the takeaway boxes? Yeah. So I would start off with that because it was a lot cheaper than using styrofoam boxes. And um, you know the styrofoam boxes are expensive, and I was trying to cut costs in delivery charge, so that I could charge customers less and provide them with better value. And so I did cardboard box packing peanuts, a takeaway box, and I would put the heat pack on the underneath so that it would heat the occupants from. Underneath and keep them warm during transit, so it wouldn't matter what temperature was outside; it was going to stay warm. And I would tape that up, and then I put more packing peanuts on top, and then pack up the box, tape it all up, and send it out. And yeah, so that's and it was just sort of trial and error. I would pack up a box and leave it in my in my shed, or leave it in my porch where, where it's cold. And if I woke up the next morning and it was grand. Then I knew that if I shipped them out with fast way, they're going to arrive alive. And then as I got more business and more skilled, I acquired a data logger and I'm actually doing a video on this. It should be coming out in the next couple of days. I was going to do it today, but I was too busy. So yeah i got a data logger that records temperature. So I was able to know what the temperature of the water was in the bag overnight. It would give me the degrees every hour. And so I would correlate that with the weather outside. And then I would know how many heat packs I'd need. So if I wanted one heat pack or two heat packs or three heat packs or no heat packs, I would have an idea of what I needed to do. And so that also improved um getting the fish there alive and yeah at the moment everything's going really well in that regard touch wood you know fastway are, are finally getting the, the parcels consistently arriving which is really good because it was a bit of a struggle last november sort of october november december was a nightmare
1: did that affect you much yeah
0: yeah it would affect business yeah let's say you had five parcels and and two didn't turn up the day they were supposed to turn up, and then someone took a day off work to take the fish in, and you've just, you know, you've you've up for them, you know? And then the fish arrives the next day, and they're dead, and then they're really pissed off because they've taken two days off work, and
1: they fish the fish day, are dead. In.
0: So, like, yeah, it was a nightmare, like, last October, November, December. And you would just have to refund the customer and apologize, you know, just say, you know, it's to Fastway. So I really need a good delivery
1: service. uh,
0: So you're losing
1: money because Fastway?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to refund the customer and just take it on the hit logo. And they don't don't cover any of
1: the charges because it's perishable goods. So they won't cover it. It's a bit unfortunate, especially because your delivery is so cheap and like the, like, yeah. I don't know how they see it? but theirs is like 20 euro wasn't it for delivery
0: 20 euro for delivery yeah yeah. it's, it's interesting like, from so I get the odd customer actually they both had the same name in the, the last week and I thought it was odd but one, one had a second name Purcell, and the other one had a second name Duffy or something they were complaining about better prices and that, like it only cost them 15 euro in the pet shop um, but, like, they wouldn't be talking to me if the 15-year-old pet shop one was any good. Because yeah. they just go to the pet shop. they just think, oh, well, how does it cost, you know, uh, 105 euro for three females? It costs 105 euro for three females because I have to bring them in from Thailand. And it costs money to do that. And then it also costs me money to deliver it to you. And if I don't make, make any money on them, there's no point in me even bringing them in so i've got to make a profit but they just want me to they wanted to scrounge like
1: as much as possible but at the same time there's different qualities of beta though without a doubt you can get you can get literally betas for five euro in some places yeah i know different different standards
0: yeah yeah The, the guy showed me like oh, i got these five dumbbells for five euro each and delivery was 18 euro well, when I asked him where he got them from, he wouldn't got tell him me where in, he got them from. He got so them I in Seahorse, just, then. like he is—he just bull. Like he probably just bullshit me. I
1: think he can get them for five euro in Seahorse, but they're just assorted.
0: Assorted females, males. Oh uh, well, he was getting assorted. He got he got female bettas, female dumbos. Oh, and they were all dumbos. And he said they were five euro, but I didn't believe him because he couldn't even tell me where he got them from. So
1: <laughs> ch- I was he's like, yeah, I don't believe that.
0: Yeah, I think it was your chance in the They looked like like they looked like ten year old bettas. So I was like, I wouldn't have like. It, so I think someone is losing money if they're charging five euro for a a Dumbo betta, a female Dumbo. But like, they're just not going to be the same. Like, it, they looked a bit stumpy, like
1: you know. Unless he got them from a breeder themselves, huh? Unless he got them from a breeder himself, like the amount of
0: fry they would have, I mean, you
1: could sell them for X or nothing and still make money. Yeah. It is possible. It is possible. No, you wouldn't know. She wouldn't know.
0: No, I was sure. I couldn't. I couldn't confirm it because he wouldn't tell me where he got them from. So I thought he was just pulling my leg. And then he was showing me his other betta that he got for fifteen euro in the pet shop. A very expensive pet shop, apparently. It was a heap of crap. He paid fifteen euro for it, and he had to go and pick it up. Whereas, so he would have spent eighteen euro for it to get delivered, and fifteen euro for it, the, the betta itself. And it's you know. It's thirty-three quid for better if he got it delivered, and I'm offering you a high-quality better for forty quid, and deliveries included. Or for, well, deliveries three quid. Like so, so you're paying an extra tenner, and you're getting like ten times the the better. So that's the way I look at it. I just I try and ignore them as much as possible because they are just they drive you up the wall.
1: Yeah, no point listening to people sometimes.
0: The shenanigans like just they're just trying to um, try and rattle you or something. I don't know. It's bizarre. Right. So
1: I think I answered that question. The the next question I had for you was what's the most tanks you've had at once? I know you had a breeding Uh, setup so you had quite a few of them. The
0: most tanks I've had at once is what I have right now. So i probably probably like 25 plus at the moment.
1: Do you use them all for breeding? or
0: I don't use any for breeding anymore.
1: Oh, Okay. Uh, you, don't, you don't you don't breed the guppies anymore yourself, do you?
0: No, no. I get them from breeders in Ireland. Well, do you think
1: it, it's just not like feasible anymore? Or?
0: I just don't have the time. I just I don't have the time to look after them the way they need to be looked after to get the growth that that's required in a short space of time. You know, plus looking after customers and shipping orders and producing content and doing youtube videos and doing podcasts <laughs> and so like you know there's just not enough time for me to breathe them properly
1: yeah that's understandable
0: uh, when I've got, when i've got all these other plates spinning at the same time and yeah so i don't them anymore i just get them from breeders basically and i pay a good amount for them so, and I would pay whatever I
1: need to pay to to get them. That's good, because you're supporting local breeders in Ireland.
0: Yeah, yeah, so they're all local breeders, and they get cash or they get credit, and I can I can guarantee I'm, I'm giving them more than, you know, a seahorse or an aquatic village or anything like that.
1: If they didn't uh, take them at all?
0: They probably wouldn't take them at all, yeah. So... I'm supporting local I'm supporting local breeders. They're getting money that they they want. I'm getting the guppies that I need to sell the customer. And the customer gets what they want. And I make a small profit on the side for providing the service of getting them to the door. And that's basically
1: how it works with the breeders. You don't need a percentage of the profit to charity every month, don't you?
0: Not every month. At the moment it's every second month. And I have to pick one for my- March, so I should probably put that up. Actually, after this podcast,
1: you let your, you let your followers pick it, do you? The charity?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, the, I let them pick, I usually get them like a choice of four. So the first one was the Simon Community for December, or for November, December, November. I think it was November, and January was the Dogs Trust, and then so March will be whatever it'll be,
1: and yeah. That's the crack. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, I think it's nice to give back to local charities try and help. Yeah, them.
1: Especially when you're let your when you're letting your customers uh, pick what charity they want it to go to.
0: Yeah, I want them to be involved in where the
1: money goes. So Yeah. Is Copy Central your full time job then or?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. I your, do. And what's your goals with it? Like, oh, where do where do you want it to be in let's five say five years? years? Yeah. A bit of a cliche, but
0: yeah, it is a cliche, but it does help sort of structure the question. So, I mean, at the moment, I just wanted to, so for the, like the next year, maybe two, it's to expand the fish room, and I really need to get started on that, I need to start painting it, that's the, that's the first task, is to start painting it, and expand the variety of fish available into like, you know, dwarf cichlids and just being able to hold more stock as well. So like people are looking like maybe for pea puffers or something like that. And I've only got so many tanks at the moment and I've got to keep guppies separate. So they all have to get their own tank for each variety. And you've got community fish and shrimp and all that kind of stuff. So trying to keep pea puffers in the tank with other fish is difficult. Yeah, and definitely. so I'd like to be able to, create like a like how have my own people for tank i'd also like to expand the bettas because i think i can actually lower the prices if i get a higher quantity in i can start lowering the prices a bit maybe 35 for males 30 for females that kind of thing so if i order like 100 bettas a month then i'd have i need more space and so that's another reason why i want to expand and yeah so that's the main reason i also want to keep more community fish different types of community fish give more variety to people because i've said asked... to me
1: before that you wanted to bring into more of an aquascaping store
0: yeah yeah so the, the long-term goal is to do an aquascaping store so to go and um, get a premises
1: so you do plan to have like a, aquascaping... a physical shop
0: yeah the, yeah maybe in like in five years or whatever Yeah, and I'm hoping that, like, if the YouTube thing takes off, I'll have a bit of a following going, and then I won't be starting from zero, you know? Yeah. Some people just set up a shop, and they're starting from zero, and they have to try and get the customer in the door. Whereas if I'm doing it this way, where I'm doing it online first, and then gradually move into the store, it's going to be easier for the customer to go, oh, great, he's got a store, and I'll go visit and check out the fish and check out plants and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I do want to create a store because I think that helps with the experience for a customer. And it won't be like, I don't like the look of sort of seahorses layout. And I don't like, I don't like that sort of standard pet shop look. Yeah. So it would look different. It would be more natural looking.
1: More like kind of Uh, a green aqua kind of setup.
0: Kind of like green aqua but I think there'd be more woods involved and yeah, it would look more, it would look modern enough. That's the idea anyway. Yeah. Um, I wanted to have a more enclosed in a residential area. Cause I think that's important. Whereas most fish shops are actually on the outskirts of places.
1: Yeah. There wouldn't be really be in the middle of it. It wouldn't be
0: in a, they wouldn't be in a, like a shopping center or something like
1: that. You know, I know for the sea Horse aquariums in Galway, it's, You'd have to go looking for it. Like If you you didn't know it was there, you'd never find it.
0: Yeah, so that's the plan for Guppy Central is to eventually become an aquascaping store and provide aquascaping services to businesses and stuff like that. Um, But it's a long way away at the moment. I've just got to focus on getting the best fish possible and have my prices at the right price. And I'm doing. I'm going to be doing a loyalty discount scheme now coming into March, which is tomorrow.
1: So yeah, I've seen that.
0: Yeah, so there'll be like discounts for people that have spent two fifty with me. Yeah, so they'll get weekly weekly texts to their phone, and it'll say, you know, this week you can get ten chili rasboras, or buy ten chilies and get an extra 10 free or, you know, buy 10 shrimp, get five free extra, you know, extra free. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. That's just small things to, you know, to say thanks, you know, cause they're, they're the ones that are keeping the lights on.
1: And give back to your customers kind of.
0: Yeah. It's a give back. Yeah, definitely. Cause I you think that I, I, think I, it
1: would help business that people know they're, they're going to get extra stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I care, like I care about them so and i care that they're successful in what they do and if they're not successful i actually take it personally you know if they come back to me and say oh you know such and such didn't work or such and such died or that kind of thing i feel a bit shit you know because i'm feel responsible even though i'm not responsible in a way you know it's just
1: like especially with someone that's new to fish keeping yeah it's like it a bad taste in their mouth then after that and Yeah, you want them to have
0: a really good experience.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, I'm always available on text and Facebook and Instagram and on email. Unless it's past half eight. Yeah, unless it's past (laughs) half eight, because then I'm asleep. (laughs) But then I wake up at like one o'clock and I might reply or, you know, four o'clock or whenever.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing messages from you at like half four in the morning. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, uh, I just wake up, you know, and I'm like, I'll just reply to these people and then go back back to sleep. So that's kind of the way I work. I don't know. get up early. I do get up early. Like, I do get up, you know, seven o'clock or or whatever, usually.
1: I'm not really a morning person, so I'm not. No. I'd love to be, but (laughs) no. Not for
0: yeah. me. You do get more work done, that is fair. Oh yeah, definitely. Right, is there any other questions?
1: That's that's all the questions I had for you.
0: Okay, well then Dylan, I've got questions for you.
1: My turn to be pressed.
0: Your, your turn to have a, a lovely conversation with the folks listening. <laughs> so how did you get started in wanting to keep fish and aquariums and that kind of thing?
1: I've kind of always been into it. Like my dad, he was always keeping fish when he was younger and growing up. So, obviously, when he got his own house, and there's always been a fish tank in our hall, it's around 200 litres and it's been there since before me. And there's a catfish in that that is literally the same age as me, which is it's mad to think about because it's not, it's not that big, like it's about six or seven inches. Yeah. And it's just as old as me. I've always I've grown up with fish, like, yeah. I mean, I might have one or two extra tanks. But then uh, I, I take notions sometimes. And sometimes when I take notions, Like if I take a notion about something, I really get into it. Like this year, I took a notion about photography. I used to have cameras when I was younger, and I took a notion about photography, and now I have a website selling prints. Yeah. Yeah. So if I get into something, I really get into it. And I just, I wanted a fish tank. So I went out and I bought one, and I I had to set up my room for a few years. And I just had the, it was like a basic community tank the likes of like guppies, some tetras, mollies or whatever, some zebradennios. Yeah, just similar some, to what similar to yeah, me. Yeah, just some basic yeah. gravel. In the fish shop we went to, they didn't sell much plants at all. They don't say any now, but they used to sell kind of a few. And yeah. you know Elodia? That pond I, plant. I don't. You'd use it in like scientists, Is it a, school, Is it a floating plant? It can be floating or it can be stuck in the gravel. Okay. But it's like an oxygenation plant for ponds and stuff, because it grows so fucking fast. Okay. But I had this in yeah. the tank, and it, it literally just took over the whole thing. I, I thought this is great, like because you'd see like baby zebra and baby guppies, and like if if you're getting started starting the hobby, and then plants, even if it's an easy plant to grow, and the fish are having fry, it's it is exciting to watch. Like it's yeah, it's entertaining. Like yeah, you, you could love, buy two fish and end up with women. forty. I loved
0: when puppies were, were popping babies out. It was great fun to watch them grow.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I had a setup in the room, and you know, but I can't remember when it was. I just I just kind of lost interest in it for some reason. Cause I was only young, like I must have been probably eleven, ten, or eleven, maybe. So I I I got rid of my tank, but we still had two in the house. Yeah. So then I'd set up this like, small one again, and I went to Pets at Home, and I got more guppies and all in some corridors. And I was only a small tank. And then, as so I wanted a new tank then, I was like, oh, I want to get a bigger one to set up and all. Because you know you know when you have fish tanks, one's never enough, so it's not. No, it's not. You get that
0: multiple tanks in, bro, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. So then I was saying I wanted to buy a new tank, and someone on Facebook was selling That's the tank I have now, the 180 liter one. Somebody was selling because yeah. his family had it, and they just didn't want it anymore. I was only selling it for like a hundred euros, so it was an absolute steal, like so yeah. I bought that tank and then I was watching but like before I bought this tank, I was watching a lot of like fish videos on YouTube and like the likes of like like even like Pocafair and all them ones and catch them all fishing. They just have their tanks and aquarium co op and all that kind of thing. I was just like watching endless fish videos all day, every day. So I wanted yeah, a bigger so, tank. Yeah. I went and bought a bigger tank and you just you can't have enough for them, so you can't. No. You set up one tank, and then that tank's done. We want to try something different, so you set up another one to do something different. and You know yourself, it's just an end of the cycle, so it is.
0: Yeah, so you just kept continuing to experiment, basically. Yeah, when exactly. When did you start doing that, when you were like 14 or something?
1: Yeah, it must have been 13, 14, and just kept going till now.
0: Okay, so you've been in the hobby quite long, so maybe like five years?
1: Yeah, a lot more, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: so, even when I wasn't keeping like fish myself, I'd always go going into the pet shop with Dad and and if he was buying fish and stuff, so I've always yeah. had an interest in it, like I just never really went that deep into it for quite a while.
0: Yeah, and then, sort of, you're studying it, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm doing freshwater and marine biology and GMIT.
0: And what made you to decide to go that extra step from keeping loads of fish tanks at home? and then deciding,
1: the- right, I want to go deeper into it. It was actually only a near recent thing, because I, I, I love swimming. I love, like, the beach and the sea in general, and just, like, diving and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do, and I was thinking about doing, like, physiotherapy, and I always liked science, especially biology. I, I didn't want to know what I was. Yeah. I was to do sports science or something like that. I was something to do with sports or, I don't know. And then, you know, in TY or not TY, I didn't do, I skipped TY, but in fifth year I have to do work experience. Yeah. The Marine Institute, my local one, like, I went to do that. And I, they are just, like, my parents should just said to me, like, oh, I should just look at something like that. So then, my dad knew the book, the, like, the scientist that works in there. And I went in, he dropped me into the place and I went and I asked him, can I do work experience with them? But somebody else in my class is already doing it, so I couldn't. But he said to me, if I want to come in some other time and I can I can work in there for a week with them and see how it goes. So I worked in there for a week and I really enjoyed it so I did. So that kinda set me on the path to what I'm studying now.
0: That's quite cool. And so what do you plan to do when you finish the degree?
1: I have not a clue to be honest. <laughs> not a clue at okay. all. Okay. Because I mean the prospectus would tell you like whatever kind of jobs you could do. But there, yeah. like, from the course that I'm doing, there's so much, there's so much variety you could do. You could work in aquaculture, in fish farm management, or something like that. Or you could do oceanography, marine biology, anything you want to. do, Really, the door just wide open for you. And obviously, okay, so the you're, oceans you're all around decided, the world. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what I want to do, to be honest. But you could take it anywhere in the world. That's that's kind of the main point it brought me to. Like I could work anywhere and do anything with it.
0: Yeah. So well, that's, that's why exciting. I decided, and then I just
1: I just took a jump with it, and here I am.
0: <laughs> here you are. <laughs> what made you set up daily aquariums? Why Why did that suddenly just pop in your head?
1: I think I started this last February, so just over a year. A similar ago. time to me. Yeah, as far there's a youtuber called Biaheza, and he, okay. he's only nineteen, but he, he's he sets up Instagram theme pages. And he had all these, like, different videos on how to grow on Instagram and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I was, just, I was watching his videos, and I was just watching them after another and after another and just kept watching and watching more, learning more about Instagram. And then I, I kind of got obsessed with it. So yeah. I, I want to I try this, and I want to see if I can do it. So I was trying to think of a niche. And you had like,
0: time in your hands. You oh, time yeah, because
1: this, this is just after lockdown started, so yeah. I should home all day anyway. Mm-hmm. I was looking up at you know what dropshipping is. Yeah. I was watching a lot of videos on that too. And so I was just thinking about what like what I'm interested in and what would make a good niche for an Instagram page like that. And yeah. I was watching so many videos anyway about it, I may as well try it like. Yeah. And I was thinking of like like fishing or cars or fitness or like the gym or stuff like that. Or football. But then like I just couldn't think at all. I just like thought, well, why don't do, like I've already have loads of fish tanks in my house. Why don't I just do it around fish? So yeah. I just started posting like once or once or twice a day, and I was it was growing. It wasn't growing fast; it's growing slow. And I would have like the odd post. I hit like a thousand likes, and like that's a be big, you know, but it'd be really in- inconsistent. Yeah. And then I must have been around two thousand followers, and I just I just kind of got fed up with it. Like it wasn't really going, and it wasn't like nobody was really interested in the page at all they were just kind of liking it like people were liking the photos but it wasn't it wasn't doing anything other than that and i was kind of got bored of it and fed up with it so I, I stopped posting for one or two months yeah and then one day i just i was bored again and i was like why am i not posting this like i have two thousand followers like, i have a good base so i just started yeah. posting like one or two times a day sometimes i was posting three to four times a day and all these posts were doing well and i just started the followers start coming in and coming in and Obviously, as more followers come in, the more people will start to message you like about it, yeah, and like a lot a lot of questions out people if someone has a question like they could just literally happen to even follow me. they just look up like fish tanks or something like that. my page comes up, yeah. and they it send me a message on what like how how to help them or what they should do like a really popular one is how do I clean my water right. and it, it's such a a basic question, but I can direct them on how to, like, on where to go to look for more information, or I can give them information. And just It's that feeling of helping people really gives it meaning, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel sort of part of the community.
1: Yeah, I know it's the same for yourself. You're like when your customers doesn't look clear, you help them away, but.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I love doing that because it builds a connection between me and them, and and I like to, I like to help people.
1: So. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And so you set it up. It starts to build follow it, following and it starts mm-hmm. to build and build and build. And did you ever expect it to hit 30,000?
1: <laughs> no. No, You're
0: I like, don't. That's the, that's the target, 30,000, please.
1: I think when I, when I first started buying stuff up here, I had around 6,000 followers, didn't I? Yeah, you
0: were around know. the 6,000. thousand. Didn't I, I
1: had messaged you about cyanobacteria, hadn't I? I honestly cannot remember. I think I remember, I remember messaging you about cyanobacteria because I was, I was taking over my tank and I was, I was so annoying. And I was asking yeah. in Facebook, and all. But I decided to message you for some reason. I think I see one of your ads. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I didn't actually buy any fish, obviously, this time. But then, yeah, so I think I ran 6,000 followers at that time.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, you, know, you don't even notice it, like, like growing up, you get me. Like you look back, yeah, and it's I like...
0: suppose once you hit like six thousand, what's 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 seven thousand, you know? I suppose. Yeah,
1: but then like before you know it, it's just doubled and then tripled, and it's just it's crazy to watch, but
0: yeah, it must be pretty exciting,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: And like quite... you have people that want like they pay you for promotion or to put a post up,
1: yeah, a few people have done that actually, but um, most of the time. I just post their pictures like someone could message me and just say, oh, could you please post this? And the picture looks good and it would fit the feed at the time. I just post it for them. Yeah. But some people like if they have like a business or a website.
0: Yeah.
1: They'll ask me to promote it for them so well. So who would be those people? What was the last one? See, a lot of businesses message asking for the price sheet and all. And I just right. make up prices and send them to them. But then they'd like never get back to me if you get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not expensive literally i think it was like what was the last one i think i was like 15 euro for just a post on the thing yeah and that's that's, it's very cheap because if you think about how much ads cost you for your page yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: but it doesn't make sense too though because pages from like america like fish shop like physical fish shops would message me about promoting for them and i just kind of say them it's it's, it's not gonna not gonna help you at all because most of my followers don't live in the town you're in like so
0: yeah 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 well at least you're honest
1: yeah it, it doesn't it just wouldn't make sense at all if, it, if it's different if they're looking for followers just to grow their page like but if they're looking for customers it's not going to help what them at all be like the main countries that like your page ireland's a big percentage of them somehow oh. the uk america and indonesia and India, and that kind of thing interesting one. How, how
0: many would be Irish? Do you think
1: around fifteen percent, maybe?
0: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, but I think that's just because people like yourself, Monster Aquatics, Irish yeah. fish keeper, and obviously they share it with people, other people from Ireland. Like so, kind of grows that way. America, yeah. like a lot of people, would just come from the Explore page, so they would.
0: Yeah, 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 and because you've got such high following count, you get recommended by Instagram. Yeah. So that is dead handy.
1: But well, like, you know, I was posting four times a day like when I started going to college and I noticed the like starting to go down and it was yeah. like, really, really pissed off because <laughs> like before I was getting like 2,000 likes every day nearly. Yeah. On these like two or three posts I was getting and it started going down like dropping like I mean significantly dropping and the, like, at one point I was getting like Three thousand followers a week, or around that, and it started dropping so much. And I was like, "What the?" F-? Uh, it actually pissed me off. Like, yeah. No, no one's like once you get used to something and it gets taken away, then you're like, well, "Why even?" And I didn't, yeah, it I didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was from the content I was posting or how many yeah. times I was posting or what. So I, that's why I took it down to once a day now instead, and it seems to be going well now. So interesting. But it's, it's really. It's kind of you you're skating on because you don't want to post too many times in one day and be spamming people's feed at the same time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And you don't want to be posting pictures that aren't good quality, if you get me.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I always go for quality over quantity.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I, sp- I spend a good time like messaging people that, uh, that they want their their pictures posted and going through other people that I know so to pick actually good pictures that do inspire you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you want. You want the inspirational content.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I think it's important for me to have a mix of like insanely good tanks and tanks that are actually doable.
0: Yes, you know yes. So I like saw your one today and it was very, very simple.
1: Yeah, it's so simplistic but it's it's so it effective. Good. Yeah. Like, I think it's literally just like what, three rocks and a few plants in the middle but it looks so good because like, you're just taking well, it looks clean. Yeah, you're doing good you maintenance on
0: Yeah, it, it looks, looks really clean. And then the better was red, so
1: it yeah. had that contrast. Yeah, but sometimes in aquascaping, less is more, though. Yeah, sometimes. Spe- especially in small tanks. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting. A lot of people would message me thinking they just know everything about fish. And I know that quite a lot of it's opinions, yeah. I just don't rate them sometimes. Like, you see sometimes I'd be posting a picture of a bowl and the bowl could be so heavily planted and have a few fish in it. And people would just be going crazy in the comments. People are messaging me, like, chatting. Sh- yeah. Basically, and you don't understand the chemistry of a fish tank if you think it can't be kept in the bowl, if you get yeah. me.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: then I was actually talking to the boy who... Like, my most recent one, I think I posted it two days ago. And the man who made the escape is from Indonesia. And I was just yeah. talking to him. And he was saying that he, he faced so much controversy over that tank. And he yeah. said he could see it was being passed on to me then. But like the tank it was like so heavily planted. And he was obviously doing water changes every day or every second day. Yeah. So the water counter- what was what fish were in? Just a beta. But so the what, bowl what it was around it? A, it was around a gallon, so it was I think. Yeah. Maybe more but there was a lot of plants in it and a lot of moss I mean, and the tank it looked good so it did people yeah. just just assume well, I mean, like, there's you've a got bowl to use
0: what, what's available
1: um, not even that but if if you're taking if you're spending good maintenance yeah like, what's the problem like I could have a 200 litre tank and I could fill it with fish and no plants and no filtration and uh, the fish would be far less healthy than that beta in that bowl would be
0: yeah 100% like, it's, just, it's just
1: down to the person themselves but
0: yeah it's all down to personal opinion personal tastes mm-hmm. and if it's heavily planted like all that ammonia is just going to go into the into the plants
1: yeah exactly but so, apparently some countries have actually banned fishbowls as like being sold as, as tanks
0: yeah I can understand why I think it's better for the fish if it's in a square or a rectangle because the bowl sort of skews their vision, so
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it's understandable. But you know, if it looks good and the fish looks happy,
1: yeah, it's just kind of personal preference. But it's just people are then trying to pick <laughs> off, Like some of them just no, it can't be asked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Like I'm sure you know from yourself. Well, there's plenty. of a message and you and on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be always someone that's, that's smart or has a smart comment or whatever.
1: So you just got to... You try to ignore it, but it just... It's difficult. can't ignore it.
0: <laughs> definitely, when it's, definitely when it's on like, obviously on the prices or whatever. Because I'm trying to set the price so that I make some money, but yep. that it's not overpriced. So people don't feel like I'm trying to rob them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm trying to provide value.
1: There's always yeah, so, with you. Though. So the
0: prices, anyone that comes and says, messaging me about prices being too expensive or something, it's just like, it infuriates me because I'm not trying to do that, you know? I'm not trying to rack the price up to silly prices so that you can't afford it. It's just not how it works.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm try- trying to help. <laughs> you
1: think, know? Like, other than that, well, though, it's, it's well, quite not, a...
0: not every pet shop has bedders that look like mine. And so... Yeah. That's why the
1: prices are the, pr- the the way they are that's quite a good community on Instagram, as well it is as, though um,
0: yeah no, the, like in in the, the we're, we're, sense. Talking, we're talking minorities here yeah, we're talking like maybe one a week or one every two weeks or one every three weeks, you know
1: it's that one are
0: amazing
1: yeah, everyone shares each other's posts and supports each other, but it's it's quite a it's good to see like
0: yeah, and I find that people are really positive as well, which really rubs off on me, yeah. And we have a good banter and that kind of thing. So, yeah, no, I really enjoy the online community. I think it's awesome.
1: It's great for getting new people into the hobby as well. Like, one of the reasons we started this podcast was for beginners. Yes. But a lot of people on Instagram never kept a tank before. And they might see my post or your post or whoever's post. It might inspire them to, well, hopefully do some research about it. and
0: You'll just ask a question. Yeah. 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 And my final question is in what way has the hobby benefited you?
1: It gives you something to do, to be honest. That's one of the main things. that keeps you it keeps you busy. Especially this year with lockdown and everything. Yeah. And it, it is quite relaxing. Like I got fish tanks in my room and you trying like a psychopath saying, I literally just sit there, look at it for like two seconds and then ten minutes later you're still just staring at fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It it's so weird, but you're just you get kinda of getting entranced into it's watching
0: yeah. them. I love doing maintenance, like my aquascape tanks.
1: Yeah, it's relaxing.
0: Oh man, it looks it, like when you're finished, it just. I was doing one today, and it just it was overcrowded. The plants were like taken over. Yeah. And when I was done, I was like, oh, it kind of like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Just yeah, it's such a
1: rewarding hobby, so it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like whether it's like, keeping up your maintenance like that or. Whether it's breeding fish or keeping a fish you never kept before. when you
0: think about it money-wise, when you think about it money-wise, it's really not that much.
1: Yeah, everyone everyone says fish keeping is expensive, but every hobby is expensive.
0: Every hobby is expensive. Like, let's say, right, you buy 40 euro better, right? And it lasts, like, three years.
1: And might breed it.
0: But, like, even still, like, 40 euro over three years is nothing. Mm-hmm. And the amount of joy you're going to get from that fish, you just can't quantify it.
1: It's like nothing else, really.
0: Yeah. And you can get, get lost in the tank, especially if it's done well, you know, and if it's an aquascape tank, you can kind of just get lost looking well, at
1: one it. Of the, one of the best things, there's so much variety, whether you're doing saltwater or freshwater, is there a, there's no end to what you can do with it. No. You can start doing aquascapes, you can have breeding tanks you could have biotopes just anything you could have cichlids, or yeah. just normal freshwater fish community tanks species tanks huh.
0: yeah I agree
1: or even just like you know the Dutch style ones no hard skip at all just
0: yeah the Dutch style ones are plants. quite interesting yeah. very
1: very expensive them but well.
0: they do quite an interesting colour arrangement
1: yeah the reds look amazing in them tanks they do what would your answer be for that what has benefited
0: what, yeah. the hobbies benefited me yeah. yeah definitely like it made me focus on something outside of myself you know and my situation
1: yeah especially was, when you're all at home all the time
0: yeah so that really helped and uh, I got to talk to people and interact and you know when you make a sale yeah, it's like it's a super achievement. Like it's just like mm-hmm. you feel like you won. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it it the hobby gives back in in so many ways. It gives back through doing, like, like you just through doing like breeding or.
1: And you actually, can make money off it too, though.
0: You can absolutely you can.
1: I've made a few hundred euros selling fucking floating plants out of all things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can
1: definitely make money. You know the plants I bought a few. The I frog can't remember bit. the proper yeah, the frog bit ones. I can't remember the proper name. Yeah, I think but, it's aluminium
0: minium or something.
1: Yeah, but they just take over the tank so much they do. And I just took yeah. a picture of it one day, posted it on Facebook because you know Moss UK. Yeah. He was telling me he used to sell floating plants. He used to work in a, a fish shop, and he used to sell floating plants to buy more stuff for the for his hobby. Like yeah, yeah. So I said, yeah. like, "Oh, why don't I try?" I think my my tank was absolutely taken over with them. So I just posted on Facebook, and the next thing, I about five people messaging you saying, "Oh, how much for the frog?" bit? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> and you can just go spend That's that money want. on fish. Then so it's it's good, like
0: yeah, yeah. And there's not many hobbies that pay back, like you know what I mean. So yeah, ex- exactly. Like you could be golfing, and you're just
1: gonna keep spending money, spending more money, and spending more money. But
0: yeah. Or football, or rugby, or any of those things.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So yeah, it, it does. It is a hobby that gives back in more ways than one. Did, ever, sure did you on the up best the, thing
1: on the health benefits for fish tanks?
0: Yeah, like in terms of relieving stress, it's
1: excellent. I can definitely see that though. But you just sit on the floor staring at fish for twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love. Like I've got the better sorority tank downstairs, and when I'm feeding. The bettas, it's great fun to watch because they're like in hunt mode and they're, they're yeah. sort of going after the little. I feed them little pellets, little. I think that's what. What else? How, would, how else would you call them? Granules. There we go. Yeah, I feed them little better granules, and you can just see them like on the hunt and having four of them all in the same tank. It's really interesting to see them like
1: yeah, interact cool.
0: with each other while they're going after their food.
1: But even the people that aren't interested in fish keeping at all, there's some parts of the like, the tank, that, like, like if someone that doesn't have any interest in fish keeping looks at your tank and just says, "Oh wow, look at that," think that that's a feeling that yeah, especially if there's a babies in the tank, people yeah, love yeah baby people
0: love to look at that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, well, I think that is all, Dylan, for this podcast.
1: Are we kind of Q and A? Pardon. Our Q and A.
0: Yeah, it's our little Q&A for the day. (laughs) And I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Um, Thank you for listening to Aquarium Central Podcast, where it's aquarium time all the time. My name's Andrew.
1: My name's Dylan.
0: And we'll see you again on the
1: next one. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, please email guppycentralireland at gmail.com. And remember to keep those fish central.